Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. We create one-on-one custom fitness solutions to achieve your goals without wasting time or compromise. We build and rebuild committed people so you can get out of pain, get strong, and get back to living the life you want to. We don't waste time. So let's get on with the show. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock, and today we are wrapping up our five C's of returning to injury. Your fifth C is confidence. Confidence comes from preparation. With it, no goal is too high for you. Confidence. We need to break down confidence because it is such an important part of returning from injury, such an important part of seeing progress in any program, but it also feels vague and something that people hope for and people feel wax and wane. So let's nail down confidence. And one of the ways we can do that is by turning it around a little bit and sort of digging into a lack of confidence or things that you don't feel confident about in particular. So let's start. Let's go big. What is your biggest fear about your body, health, and wellness? Now that's a big question. If you're talking to someone who is returning from injury, it's usually a little easier because those people are often worried, fearful, concerned, possibly mourning a body which they think they may have lost or abilities they think they may have lost. So dig into it. And I suggest being vulnerable and being honest and going deep. It doesn't have to only be a single answer, but you should be able to prioritize it. What is your biggest fear about your body, health, and wellness? Another way to think about this is given your current situation, what do you think the worst case scenario is? What is the belief that is holding you back from making progress, from going forward, from doing things that you used to do, which you're not doing anymore? What is your biggest fear? Now, once we have that, We need to discern why does that fear exist and how often do you feel it? Why does that fear exist? Why do you think you'll never be able to run again? Why are you concerned you won't be able to get on the ground and play with your kids? Why do you think you'll never be able to golf? Why do you think that hanging from a bar might be impossible? Why do you think you'll never be able to train the way you want to train? Why do you think you're going to be in pain for the rest of your life. Why does that fear exist? Dig into it. Where is it coming from? These are big concerns. These are life-changing ideas. Why does that fear exist? Once we've nailed that down, we need to understand how often you feel it. Is this something that occasionally crosses your mind? Is this something you think about the moment you wake up? and is haunting your daily thoughts. Once we become honest about this and understand when these fears are coming up, is it all the time? Is it daily? Is it several times a week? Is it based on circumstances? Do you not think about it until you bend over to pick something up and then you suddenly become extremely concerned? Monitoring this will also help you monitor your state and how you're behaving and how you are reacting to the fear, the pain, the information that is surrounding this concern of yours, 
and how you react is also incredibly tied to your confidence. We do a lot of work with clients who are in situations like this, especially around breath work and mindset and literally manipulating the state of your nervous system so you can control how you react to this information, this pain, and then change how you react to build confidence and create more possibilities and make your life better, easier, more manageable. And that is how we kick the door open to more progress. Why does that fear exist? This biggest fear you have about your body health and wellness and how often are you feeling it? Another great question to check in as we're examining confidence, especially around returning from injury. Are you more confident or more concerned about what your body can do today? About your overall capability and function? And sometimes this question can make people feel better. Sometimes it's a great perspective shift. If someone is spending their whole day worrying about their right shoulder, and when we say, well, are you more confident or concerned about what your body can do today? The response might be, well, actually, I'm pretty confident. There's some things that I can't do. There are some things which are out of reach. There are certain activities which I've, which I've shut off. And there's some motions that I don't love. But generally, I'm pretty confident with my body and my function. Other people, slightly different kinds of pain or even the same kind of injury, but which is affecting them in different ways, physically, mentally, and emotionally, may be far more concerned about what their body can do than confident. This is something you can keep checking in on. This is a question you can ask yourself daily. This, by the way, even if you are not returning from injury, is a pretty good check-in for day-to-day training. If you are someone who is training on a very regular basis, if you are someone who is training so much that you're sore on a fairly regular basis, if not most of the time after training, you're maybe you're a competitive athlete or pushing sort of the edges of amateur competition, are you more confident or concerned about what your body can do today is a pretty good question to auto-regulate your own training, auto-regulate your own recovery. Should I train today? How should I train? What should my RPE be at? What kind of recovery do I need to focus on? How hard do I need to recover? Remember, we can only train as hard as we recover. Are you feeling more confident or more concerned? And then dig into the why. Why am I feeling confident? Because I can do this because I feel this, because I am able to accomplish this. Why am I concerned? Because I can't do this. Because I'm worried that this feeling is going to translate into more issues. Because I'm concerned that this pain means bigger things down the road. Because I don't know if I'm doing damage. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. I'm not sure if the exercises and training that I'm doing right now is actually making things better. Very important questions. Next question. Do you think about the things you once could do, but no longer can? This is huge for people coming back from injury. Do you spend time thinking about things that you used to be able to do, that used to give you pleasure, that you used to be able to accomplish, 
that used to be a part of your life that you can no longer do. We will often find people like this in a state of mourning. I talked about this with uh, my friend Mandy Capehart a while back on an episode, and mourning around injury is very real and very significant. It is highly emotional, and it translates to the physical in a very real way. If you are mourning function or capability that you currently don't have, that you used to have, this can easily translate into mourning capability you think you will never have again that you used to have. And every situation is different. Every injury is different. Every person is different. It's possible that there are things you used to do that you will never be able to do again. There is a list of things like that for myself. Just because of age, injury, etc. Partly goals. One of the reasons I will never be able to do some of the things I used to do is because I am no longer willing to make the trade-offs required to accomplish those things. And I consider that acceptable, but I still know that there's things I'm never going to do again. And that's okay. There are many ways to think about this, but we frequently find that people are framing this around mourning, around regret, and around a lack of confidence. They are creating a list of things that they can no longer do, that they were once able to do, and this is the reason that they are feeling so unconfident in their own body, in their own function, in their own ability. So list these things. Are you thinking about them? What are they? Why are they? What are the issues? Why can you no longer do them? If you could press a magic button and make the pain go away, would those be things that you would be doing? Or are they on that list of things that you used to be able to do, but for a number of reasons you can't, and it doesn't really matter. You're, you're happy that you did them or not, and you're okay never doing them again. We have conversations like this on a very regular basis with people. Well, I used to train like this, or I used to go like this. Uh, this used to be my highest goal, and it isn't anymore. The number of people in a week I talk to who say things like, I don't care if I ever deadlift heavy again, but I still want to weightlift. I still want to be strong. I still want to move. I still want to participate in this or that exercise modality, et cetera, et cetera. And they mean it. They don't care if they ever deadlift heavy again, because for them in their life, in their experience, the trade-off isn't worth it anymore. So if that's not their goal, we're not going to aim toward it. However, Remember what we led with. Confidence comes from preparation, and with it, no goal is too high. If that's your goal, then assume that there's a way there, and we can discuss what that path would look like. Finally, last point around confidence, I think. What excites you the most about improving your health and working towards vitality? With Almost everyone we work with, this is at least the overarching long-term goal, if not the specific goal all the time. Improving your health and working towards vitality. We choose not to work with people who are willing to make massive health and vitality trade-offs at the expense of short-term fitness. That doesn't mean that people who do that are good or bad or we're better or we're worse. It's just different. It is where our values lie. 
making people healthier, better, stronger, more vital, more resilient, more durable in the long term is an overarching mission for everything we do. Drilling down into your own program, that means we are going to pursue the goals you set, your goals, the goals you stated for yourself. We are not going to make you follow our goals. We're not going to make you follow some other program you're not interested in. However, the program we designed for you is also going to keep you healthy, is also going to keep you strong, and is going to make you more durable and more resilient so you can keep doing these things, so you can keep saying yes to all the things you want to do. So what is the most exciting part for you of improving your health and working towards vitality? And for some people, this may mean winning in the gym. For some people, they are really excited to be able to keep strength training. They're really excited to keep squatting double their body weight for a period of time. It really means something to them that they can go in and do a heavy set of three or a heavy set of five, that they can participate in group classes alongside people who maybe they're younger or less experienced or more experienced of a higher competitive nature, and they feel like they still belong in that scenario, and that's important to them. For many more people, what excites them the most about working towards vitality and improving their health is everything it allows them outside of the gym. It's everything it lets them do that isn't within those four walls. It lets them go on hikes when they want to. It lets them get on the ground and play with their grandkids. It lets them have confidence that they're going to be able to stay out of an assisted living home for longer. It lets them have confidence that if they fall, they'll be able to get back up and it won't be catastrophic. It lets them have confidence that if and when there's an accident, they will be able to recover faster. It lets them have confidence that as they're, as a pregnant person, as they're getting closer and closer, and closer to birth, they are confident they'll be able to recover faster, stronger, and get back to all the things they want to do after they've given birth. It gives them confidence that as someone who is approaching a surgery, elective or otherwise, that they've decided to do, that on the other side of it, they know for a fact that their recovery is going to be better, faster, easier, and they will be able to get back to the rest of their life far faster and not get stuck in a cycle of pain medication and surgery and imaging and pain medication and surgery and imaging. This is an individual answer to an important question, but what is it about becoming more durable, more resilient, more vital, and improving your overall health that's exciting for you. And if none of that is exciting for you, then Feel Strong is definitely not the company for you. But I would suggest that you do a slightly deeper dive because I would be concerned that your goals are rather surface level and might be dictated from an outside source. Meaning I don't think they're intrinsic. Meaning I think you are only chasing someone else or only following someone else's lead. And maybe what you're doing doesn't even line up with your own values and priorities. And that's a real concern. We have to build confidence around returning from injury. And we want to look to build confidence daily, every day. This isn't saying every day is going to be a good day. This isn't saying you're not going to have flare-ups. This isn't saying you're not going to have setbacks. But if we have a complete loss of confidence, people will, you will fall to pieces. You will stop 
participating in your program, if you aren't confident that your program is moving you in the direction that you want to be going, that you know you should be going, it will literally work less well. If you don't believe the thing you're doing, it works. This has been studied over and over again. If you don't believe the thing that you're doing is going to lead to the result you want, it is much less likely that it will. Even with the same movement selection, sets, reps, people with the you know exact same or near enough exact same scenario, if one of them believes it will work and the other doesn't believe it will work, the one who has a strong belief will literally recover better. It's not just a placebo effect. This works with everything. So deliberately building confidence, building confidence on purpose. What is your biggest fear around body, health, and wellness? Why does that fear exist? How often are you feeling it? Today, do you feel more confident or more concerned about what your body can do? Are you spending time thinking about the things that you once were able to do, but now you no longer can? And finally, what excites you the most about improving your health and working towards overall vitality, toward being healthy, well, strong, durable, resilient? What is it that is so exciting about this? Continually check in on these things, and you will continually find yourself more confident because you are prepared for all of these eventualities. You have a deep understanding of how you feel. You have a deep understanding of your situation. With that, it is relatively easy to create the path forward for progress. And if you don't understand how, you should get someone who does. Reach out, get in touch. We love talking about this stuff. Whether you end up working with us or not, we are happy to explain how we would break this down and lay it out. So this is the last podcast of our five C's, and I thought we would wrap it up, covering again what they are. So it's the five C's of returning from injury, though we find that this stuff applies to almost any program, but we're talking about returning from injury. Number one, control. Shifting your mindset. It is a crucial step toward progress. Acceptance and that mindset shift is gigantic. Number two, consistency. Daily progress. This doesn't happen in giant steps. Baby steps over and over and over and over and over again. What are you going to do every day? Number three, creativity. Do not be rigid. Do not be canonical. Watch out for zealots. This process will require flexibility. Be flexible. Come in ready to flow like water, my friend. Number four, commitment. If you don't commit, then you are just living in hope, but you haven't made any plans. Commit to making a plan. Commit to a situation. Commit to an understanding. Commit to a program. Know what it's going to be beyond tomorrow, beyond next week, maybe beyond next month. Make real plans and anticipate the issues and commitment will take you so, so far. And finally, confidence, what we've been talking about today. You have to prepare. If you prepare, you will find confidence. And if you have confidence, there's nothing you can't do. If you have confidence, there is no goal that is out of reach. We just have to build the plan to get you there.
I hope these five C's have been useful. I found them incredibly useful in breaking down individual situations for clients, especially people coming back from injury. If as a coach, this resonates with you, I strongly encourage you to write these down and take them. And you don't have to lecture someone for 20 minutes on confidence. You don't have to lay it out in this way. But having this, you know, written somewhere, these five words, control, consistency, creativity, commitment, confidence. And if you're working with someone who's returning from injury, or if you yourself are injured and trying to figure out a program, go over these five and see what's lacking. What's the thing you have least? Are you, have you made a big commitment and you're really consistent, but you're actually not being very creative and you keep running into roadblocks because you're unable to move forward due to the very strict guidelines you've given yourself? We need to dig into creativity. Are you happy to be creative and you feel like you have a lot of control, but honestly, you just don't believe that what you're doing is going to work in the first place? then we really need to dig in and build some confidence on purpose. These five C's, as simple as they are, can be incredibly powerful and are a very straightforward and simple way to explain what can be a intimidating, fearful, challenging situation to someone who's in pain right now. The five C's of returning from injury. Thank you as ever so much for listening. My name is Justin McClintock. Feel strong. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star rating if you have the time. That makes a big difference. DM us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. Any questions if you just want to pick our brain. If you'd like more info, the website is feelstrong.me. We value effectiveness, individualization, and empathy. If you want to see what it's like to have an expert in the field, really listen and hear what you need to build you the perfect program to get you where you want to go, today is the perfect time to get started. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you very much.